0: Living it
1: up, Friday night, with the Sultans, with the Sultans and welcome to the Come on buddy, welcome to Sultans on Star Wars. This week there is no new wrestling or anything really to talk about that that's that interesting, but you know what, there is a triple threat of Star Wars media uh, to, to, to discuss um, your chances drastic go down Yeah, uh, my, your host this week, myself, Lee Reed. Hi Andrew Hello there uh, So before we start this, we need to do a quick vibe check on Star Wars And I'll tell you why Because the last time me and Andrew sat in front of a microphone and talked about Star Wars We argued for two and a half hours uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and this was in like 2000 Oh shit, 9, 10 That's a long time Listen, uh, it I'm might... going to be
2: the mediator here between you two <laughs> So that's
1: why I'm doing this intro here I got, I got some things to say about Star Wars uh, on the whole uh, and yeah so me and Andrew sat on a void cast I think it was in Mike Haynes' basement and we oh, we, yeah. we had it out about Star Wars we I, I complained this is before of course the Disney bought the property this would have been like oh mid Force Awakens uh, coming uh, Force Awakens no uh, Force Unleashed uh, coming out and uh, George Lucas basically being like yeah it's canon uh, and then <laughs> Uh, This sounds and this is like this was ten years ago and and for some reason I was still upset about the prequels even though they ended ended six years prior to that, Um, and uh, real quick let's just go around the horn here. Uh, Reed, what is your first memory of Star Wars? First memory, yeah. Um, And and how do you feel about Star Wars to this day?
2: VHS box set where it's plain black colors, but Hope has blue, Empire has purple, and and yeah, yeah, I love the shit out of those movies. Um, I saw phantom menace at some point i was too young to remember i don't remember if I yeah like so not... phantom
1: menace came out in 99 yeah so, so me and andrew five. would have been like 10 and 12 respectively yeah, I, I was and five 12. years old uh yeah and, and reed was five and so we loved anakin and jar jar <laughs> is for you
2: no, i have no particular memories so, about phantom menace besides thinking darth maul is pretty cool
1: yeah i guess at face value yeah, just flipping around. But no, uh, yeah, two lightsabers stuck together.
2: Yeah, really love Star Wars as a kid, big fan.
1: And now to today, how you are you, how are you feeling about Star Wars? Oh, What's I the temperature?
2: Very mixed feelings. Um, okay.
1: So I think when like it's
2: Disney, so I never like it's Disney. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's a committee of people being like, let's make Star Wars, not because we want to.
1: Twice a year for the rest of everyone's yeah. lives,
2: not because we want to, but because we want to make money. That's the goal. Of Return the movies, on investment. Right? Yeah.
1: Which, based on Andrew telling us the box office, I think they're very close to, to making that money back already. Oh, of course. It's Star uh, Wars.
2: It's going to make a billion dollars. And George Lucas has turned um, all that
1: money into uh, low-income housing across the street no, from I rich people a- or whatever he did with <laughs> it. <laughs> I have a mixed
2: feeling for Star Wars. Um, I love a lot of it, and I hate a lot of it. Um, like the prequels. I don't think they're good. But I think the Clone Wars is excellent. One of the best cartoons ever made. Um, i do not not a big fan of the sequel trilogy, um, but I like specific ideas of it. Like Absolutely, Ray and Kylo is the most interesting dynamic between characters in all of Star Wars because there's actual conflict
1: there. Sexual tension. There's uh, sexual <laughs> tension, baby. <laughs> Andrew, um, yeah. Sorry, sorry to catch you off. For you. Um, I mean, we can answer for Andrew. Also, uh,
2: Kotar is the best Star Wars anything ever made. You can't, you can't convince me otherwise. It's impossible.
1: So you you are hot and cold on Star Wars. You love some of it. You're uh, disenfranchised with some of the rest of it. Andrew, on the other hand... uh, Oh, I'm... (laughs) Lawful lawful good Star Wars fan. (laughs) One way or another, I'm I'm neck deep in it. That's right.
0: I I, I enjoy it. I love it. I mean, I understand it has shortcomings, but I to look past it. So the
1: thing about Andrew is uh, the joke I always make is you cannot discuss... Star Wars critically with Andrew because he loves the shit out of it and even if he can't necessarily defend one point on it it's, it's something he's enjoying. He doesn't bring negativity into it, which comes to my relationship thing. with Star Wars. Yes, exactly. In 2019, it is an absolute good, good that's thing. That's a great so aspect. I actually. went to Disney World in 1997, and the first Star Wars anything I was ever exposed to, the first time I was like, what is that? And someone whispered to me, Star Wars, was Star Tours at Disney World, where they had the entire thing set up. They had the ATAT. I had to clap. I didn't even know what it was yes, yet. Yes. Uh Guys dressed as Star Troopers. This was... This is 97. This was, like, just before the hype for the prequels. Maybe the prequels had been announced at this point, but the hype hadn't really started yet. Star Wars was this ancient thing that Disney had a little part of their park for. Ironically, Disney, in 97, having this huge Star Wars presence, little Palpatine, did they know.
2: Palpatine meme,
1: ironically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would later, ironic. Yeah, uh, ironic. Would later own the whole thing. So anyways, I go on Star Tours... Imagine, because Star Wars tours is really just like greatest hits of Star Wars. Uh, you, you basically do the trench run. You're exposed to everything Star Wars. they can. It's basically like the, the sequel trilogy. It's everything that they can evoke with Star Wars in like a 30-minute period. And as a like 8-year-old kid, that's insane. So I immediately go to the gift shop. I'm buying toys. I'm like, what is this Star Wars? Uh, I'm asking like my parents. And again, Star Wars not in the zeitgeist at the time. It's 97, right?
0: That, that's, that's really interesting. That's how you experienced it.
1: Yeah. So, so I need to watch these movies. Uh, we get back to, to Winnipeg uh, and uh, let's go to the, the local STV video store and I'm going to rent Star Wars. And I go to the to the teen at the counter and I'm eight and he's 16 uh, and I'm like, hey man, got to watch Star Wars. Where are they? What order do they come in? There's no internet in 1997 in Winnipeg. I know there was internet other places, but not around here. Uh, and I asked the guy, what order am I going to watch these in? He's like, okay, you're going to watch Star Wars and you hope? You're going to watch Return of the Jedi, and then you're going to watch Empire Strikes Back. Oh my god.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I watch A New Hope. Fantastic. Here, here is a long form of the Star Tours thing I just got. I have context now. I know who these droids are. I know who these characters are. I learn about the Force. I Okay, got it. Rolling in. Return of the Jedi. Here we go. Star Wars number two. The sequel to A New Hope. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> so... Starts up, Han's frozen, they're in Jabba's palace, Luke's a full fledged Jedi, uh, they're breaking Han out of this place. I'm like, I gotta rewind because I skipped the text crawl. They must have really, there must have been a lot of information in there. How did this all happen? So I watch all of Return of the Jedi, a little confused, go into Empire Strikes Back, I go, that son of a bitch at the video store, didn't know what order Star Wars was in, uh, and then watch Empire Strikes Back, the best Star Wars movie, last. Um, the dark chapter uh, so I experienced star wars in a in a weird order of course watched them plenty of times after that It was the VHSs with the just the big masks. So it was like Vader, Stormtrooper, yeah. Yoda. No, that's mine. That yeah. was, that that's, was the yeah. um, that's the best one. Um I've lost my return of the Jedi coincidentally enough, lost the return of the Jedi from that set. I don't know where it is. The lost um, Jedi. Sorry, <laughs> uh so you know, rolling into the future, the pre- so so I consider myself a huge Star Wars fan. What I like most about Star Wars is the universe. you I like a huge Star Wars at fan? At the time. <laughs> that was the big it was the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. I have more action figures. Andrew has a lot of Star Wars merch. I absolutely have more Star Wars action figures than Andrew does. I know this. Oh, yeah. Uh, And especially the classic ones. So I enjoyed playing Star Wars with my buddies. We would, like, kind of expand the universe in our own way. We would leave the Jedi shit out of it and just do, like, what if this happened on a a planet far away? I was part of the Scholastic Star Wars uh, uh, fan club. Uh, which had a magazine come out every week and it would feature a different, like, it would be like Bib Fortuna's on the cover and it'd like, let's learn about his race and where he's from and those planets. Uh, and that expansion of the universe was what I really liked about Star Wars and it's why my favorite Star Wars games are the ones where you, it's most, mostly about exploration. So, like, something like Yoda Stories, which everybody always laughs me at, it's really just interacting with the aliens going on the planets and just kind of poking at the Star Wars universe in a comical way. So, you'd be so a the, big
2: fan of Star Wars Galaxies.
1: I, I could be. Uh, I'd never played it back. In the when movie. that when my game first came out, it was good. Yeah. Then no. they screwed it. Then they gave everybody their <laughs> Jedi we, Yeah, we can't her get Jedi get it card. right now. We uh, only have 42 minutes left. Oh, don't worry. There's You've plenty. been
2: spending 10 talking about this fucking B- so, A- so what B- I'm A- trying Jester. to get to <laughs> is,
1: is, is start... That really has carried on into 2019, depending on where you are on Star Wars, is that the prequels come out, people have mixed feelings about what that means and implications to the Star Wars they already know and love. And that's why people push back on the prequels so much, because they're contextualizing things you never want to know or see. These are things that, in your head, or when you're playing with action figures, were way cooler than what ultimately was shown on the screen and everybody... The, the midichlor- from the midichlorians to the at the, to end the of stilted the, acting. At the end of the day uh, for
2: prequels, there's a million videos and essays yeah. and summaries about what people don't like about it. I don't think we need it Dozens any- of video
1: games of varying quality. And here comes Disney, and here comes this sequel trilogy, and two extra movies, and now a TV show. Uh, so when Force Awakens comes out, I... Uh, Maybe the hype like i have I'm just mad at star wars i 'm one of the people on the internet that's just like it sucks here's the list of reason why it sucks hey let's let's dissect this movie and point to thirty six different things in this movie uh that make make it something i don 't like and isn't contrary to what I like about Star Wars that has to stop and uh when I stopped, I stopped being into star wars i don't care what happens to Star Wars anymore, but I will say that Force awakens set up a lot of interesting things that I feel they have I have not paid off. I liked Force uh, Awakens. I, liked, I thought Force Awakens was... I'm like, this is great. They can just make this. Just make the greatest hits of Star Wars forever, twice a year. It's fine. No, I didn't think anything.
2: Um, I'm like, this movie was because they needed to wash the prequels out of
1: people's mouths. And you could have gone any yes. direction with it. Did a perfectly fine job of that. It was uh, exactly what it needed while to While we be. never sat down and talked about Last Jedi in front of a microphone, there's so much to talk about in that movie where they... Took a plot thread that was given was handed from J.J. Abrams to Ryan Johnson in, in Last Jedi, and he buried it, or didn't think d- didn't want to expand upon it, and now you have Rise of Skywalker, where J.J. Abrams is now picking up those story threads, or at least a few of them, and trying to pay them off in a two and a half hour movie or whatever is it he is. Uh, I don't, Which one? Whether he succeeds or not. Is, is, I No, is J.J. Something.
2: abandoned every single plot thread from it's, Last Jedi, except Kylo and Rey's like, Force we, Bond.
1: We all came out of Force Awakens. Andrew, Andrew loved it. Okay, fine. I loved it. But, but we're like, Kylo Ren is super interesting as a character. He's unpredictable. Yeah. He, he could go any number of ways. The possibilities were endless. You had... Uh, I, the Knights of Ren, I was like, dude, all I wanted is a shonen yeah.
2: anime band of... Villains so, in my movies.
1: <laughs> so, Last Jedi was it for me. Uh, I thought Solo was f- fine for what it was. I thought Rogue One was fine for what it was. Uh, but Last Jedi, there there are so many things in that movie. And the thing that I always cling to is just like you had you had a hero moment and you gave it to a brand new character with pink hair played by Laura Dern that no one cared about. When you have you could have Princess Leia have that moment uh, and that for so and, and save the re- what remains of the rebellion, which would be the ultimate send off for Princess Leia. They blew it Gosh. amongst. Thirty no other one, things. No to one her. could predict but there, but, there, but
0: there are also things that were uh, were planned, like as 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 subject matter for nine originally. Yeah. That had Leia in mind. Leia was supposed to be the, the very much the vocal point right. of Episode yeah. Nine. No one planned for her to pass. But, away. That, that, no. that, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But or, or, originally, the, and she, and she yeah. did. Unfortunately. But she was supposed to very much be that redemption factor. She was going to be the original, one of the originals that lived on. Mm -hmm. And her kind of be the only, there there is another type thing. And she would be the one to to move on. And unfortunately, they couldn't carry that. Sure. So there had to to be some things that they did that kind of trimmed along that route, like what they did in Mm 9 with her character. But they couldn't go full-fledged into it because all, everything will... 99.9% of what they used was reused yeah. from deleted stuff from 7.
1: And, it, and from the clips I've seen and from the, what I've watched... The, the head, the, the, the putting the head on the thing... So Grandmar Tarkin was in Rogue One as a, as a video game. He was in there as like a CGI character. Oh man, we only had 38 minutes. And then they put, Car- they put Carrie Fisher at the end of that also as a video game. Instead of just having an actor stand in, be turned the other way, the same effect would be accomplished. <laughs> just talking from her back the whole... No, time. but she's just like, oh, it's Leia. We don't need to see her face. Because once she turns around, it's like, oh, it's a video game. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> These are such small issues In no, the grand scheme of things But, but it's the, this is where we're at with Star Wars Where now I will openly discuss spoilers About a movie I have not seen That I could not, if you told me as an 8 year old kid That there would be 3 movies coming out And then another 3 after that And by the time they get to the end of it You won't care to see it you're for yourself You'd rather just read about it on the internet And be like, oh that's what they did uh, Is crazy to me I don't um,
2: even know where we're at in this conversation So where
1: we're at is Andrew Loves Star Wars empirically. <laughs> it can do no wrong. No, but we should
2: get a little more yes. formulated here. How about we have a quick discussion or we'll go each in a circle and talk about when exactly what we think about Last Jedi. Is, is
1: Yeah, we could do that. I was going to say we leave that all behind and we talk about the three things we're here to talk about today. Okay. Now that we've given context on where we're all at. It's hard we to meet...
2: talk about Rise of Skywalker without Last Jedi, though. Because right. they're so intertwined. But we're gonna. Uh, so Reed's <laughs> in
1: the middle. Can, can take it or leave it. Andrew... Yes. Love Star Wars to death. I have now. We're, we're, uh, we, yes. we're the spectrum, right? So now. we are the we really other spectrum of Star Wars fans. Andrew, how many times have you seen Rise of Skywalker?
2: Three. I've seen it once. And, and you have seen and it. And technically,
1: nine. you've seen it like half because it was like I was playing now. video games. It's not I'm watching it. it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying attention <laughs> it. Like, I needed to be. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, and I read a syn- synopsis on the internet, so let's see how this goes. Uh, before we get to that, we need to talk about EA finally releasing. <laughs> a halfway fucking decent Star Wars game It only took six years and respawned to do it Battlefront's uh, good now I'll just Battlefront 2 also has, it's has is gone through major right now And it's only 20 bucks So yeah. do yourself a favor but but yeah, It's crazy Fallen, right? Like, Fallen uh, Order, there's honestly
2: not a whole lot to talk yeah, about Yeah, Star
1: Wars Jedi colon, Fallen Order uh, Takes place five years uh, after Order 66 uh, Which is coincidentally Mandalorian Takes place five years after Return of the Jedi yeah. Five years is the magic number um, Me and Andrew have both beat it Lee has not started it <laughs> I, I'm planning to, uh, to play it this week You have beat it though So we can talk about it Do you care about spoilers? That, no, that was my, the entire point of the intro no, Was that I don't care yeah, about no, spoilers uh, So you play as Jedi Padawan Cal Kestis If I'm understanding this correctly uh, he, he, There's a flashback in this game Where like Order 66 yep. Rolls right through him uh, And he, he escapes uh, That was the best like part about the game too. Working, about, working as Well an emotional tie to a character Weird Oh so oh. strange and Star Wars, uh, but yes. So the the plan here is: is Cal Kestis has to go on a adventure after his friend is murdered at a scrapyard he's working on. He uses the Force
0: to save. him. Basically, he's falling off a broken star destroyer that they're pulling apart, and yeah. as he's falling off, he catches him. And he's like, "I broke my rule of not kind of singling myself out and everyone's seeing it." And he's like, yeah. "Well, let me no one saw it." And uh, as they're uh, like that very evening or whatever it is af- after work, they're heading back. Stormtroopers and everyone start. Singling Sith them out, inquisitors. yeah. Well, yeah. the inquisitors show up eventually, but it's, it's 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 troopers there too Kestis gets away and the adventure ensues. Uh, he is what is he looking for? What is the
1: plot of this uh, game? Gentlemen? He goes,
2: he meets up with another former Jedi who rescues him and is like, "We got to reform the Jedi Order because that's what we do in these video games." Um, yep. <laughs> uh, so you go to a planet and you discover there's a holocron out there containing information on all the Force-sensitive children throughout the galaxy. Oh, my God. So you must obtain it before the Empire so you can reform the Jedi Order.
1: The Empire is very thorough with their killing of the Jedi. Yeah, a bunch of
2: (laughs) shenanigans ensue. Like I said, spoilers. Uh, At the end of the game... After a bunch of stuff happens, Cal's like, man, if we got all those kids in one place, the Empire would just kill all of us, so he destroys the Jedi Holocron, and that's it.
1: That's the right answer. Yeah. That,
2: yeah. Yes, and that's why it's a good video game, because the ending makes sense, mm-hmm. and I like it when it makes and the, sense. And the
0: fan service was not overbearing. Yeah, it and wasn't you, in your face. Yeah, but if you
1: have seen a commercial for this game, you know that big daddy Darth Vader shows up at the end. But
0: <laughs> the context in which he shows up, yes. I like, because the Inquisitors work for him. Yeah. Yeah. They work directly for him, so he's not out of the loop on anything. So the minute he starts hearing... I'm it, tired of it's killing it's children, you do happen. it. <laughs> well, essentially, yeah. why, why would he do it when he has a bunch of cronies to do it for him? In the yeah. Years yeah. Years. Like, and
2: then, legit. Yeah, and I like how they made him a badass in the sense that, like, you can't even... You can try to fight him, but then he's just like, yeah.
1: I am to understand funny. if you <laughs> swing the camera around to face him, he just forks chokes you and you get a game over. During that scene. <laughs> Uh, I never tried because I was, I was
0: told that to like people online were saying try it. Yeah, that's but what I happens. was like, I was like, no, I'm go- I'm going to run, uh, but, at <laughs> the,
2: run <laughs> but at the end run away from Darth Vader. At the end of at the end of the day, for Fallen Order, I think uh, the selling point for it is not actually the story or the characters, which are all fine; they're which all are, written yeah. competently. But it's about the gameplay, which I find incredibly fun. It's a healthy mix. It's in between point between something it's, like Force Unleashed. Yeah. Dark Souls
0: yeah. or like Sekiro or it's, something like that. It's, it's I, I've, I've put it to it's the middle of the point between Uncharted and Dark Souls. Yes, it's an action-adventure game. It, it also
1: goes to show putting your IP into some competent hands will result in games or movies or TV shows like this. Everybody's got... Gary Whitta, who wrote Rogue One, that was a script he had written years and years ago and had showed to multiple people... Being like, is this a Star Wars movie that can get made? Like, it's a fully fled... It's a full concept. Yeah. And finally, when Disney bought it, they they went forward with it. Uh, but yeah, give it to anyone uh, who's out there. Like, th- the comics are a good example of that. These these side stories. Or the the old expanded universe. All the novels. All the video games. The- Let someone, from the outside perspective, write something. And if you want it to take place like this does, where it's very much influenced by the the... What happens in the films and stuff uh, like that, that's fine. But there's, uh, lots
2: of, there's lots of cool things that happen in Fallen Order. Um, sure. One thing it does better than any other piece of Star Wars media is it bridges the gap between the prequels and the original trilogy very well. In the sense that you're seeing stormtroopers, <laughs> but you're also seeing dead clone troopers and droids. But then you're also seeing all this other shit. Yeah. Which is pretty Pretty neat.
1: Yeah, generally favorable reviews. Uh, I'm gonna check out this game this weekend. I got to beat Control this weekend. I'm gonna play Star Wars: Fallen Order. It's it's definitely worth it. Chop shit up the little The, little one, the
0: one thing that I have a little bit of fear in, huh, is that uh, they've they've already put an all oh, was there, respawn has put out uh, a search for a new uh, uh, director or head of a project. Sure, that is like must be a Star Wars fan. Must and I'm like. Uh, you're going for a sequel, and now I'm. They don't have Chris Avalon anymore. I don't know. They they're looking for a new head of head of the uh, development, oh, and bruh. I'm am a little afraid. You can do a lot worse than respawn. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's fine. I'm just like, now are we going to go to the well? Because you found a hit, yeah. Are they going to try and go to the well too much? Where it's like they've fine, only got four years Cal, left. Cal, <laughs> Cal is Calcastus is back. That's okay. great how are they going to put them into another storyline when well, this really encapsulated everything perfectly? My, uh, Not that I don't want more. Um, it's just how are you going to it? My wife
1: watches that Shameless show. And this, that guy's yeah. like an actor from yeah. it, which yeah. is like it's hard to get over. Yeah. Is, uh, I've,
0: I've watched a couple episodes uh,
1: with my mother-in-law, it's good show. and
0: it's a good show, but I'm like, I just can't separate the two. It's very hard for me. That um, show has
1: both Goku and Bulma from the live-action Dragon Ball movie in weird. it. Weird.
0: Um,
2: but yeah, shout out <laughs> shout out to Fallen Order. It was directed and written by Chris Avalon, who also ran directed some of my favorite games, such as Fallout New Vegas, um, Divinity Original Sin 2, and... Most importantly, Kotar 2, which yep. I said earlier in this podcast, greatest piece of Star Wars media, in my opinion. Um, it's fantastic. and Andrew, it.
1: Andrew didn't say shit about it, so that's a, a reigning... Uh, well, I would say Kotar 1's better, but that's a debate. All right. <laughs> so that's, they're both So excellent. that's that out of the way. Finally, uh, after EA has had the license for how many years, uh, big hit right out of the gate, a uh, few technical issues, but they're patching those out. Now to talk about Rise of Skywalker, and then on to Mandalorian. Rise of Skywalker, episode 9. Here we go. JJ Abrams back at the helm. Uh, I do have a plot synopsis here. I don't know if we necessarily want to go through the bullet points of this. Let's not this summarize movie. the movie. Let's assume, uh, let's
2: assume whoever's listening to this podcast has either seen the movie or knows about it, because we'd be here forever talking about okay. everything.
1: Andrew, you've seen the movie three damn times. Give me give me the cliff notes of this movie. They drop you immediately into
0: it. The the Emperor has come back. Kylo Ren's like, hell no, you ain't coming back. So you're gonna take over my power. Yep. Kylo finds him as Siths do. Uh, <laughs> he's like, hey, I'll give you this. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you what's left over of my Imperial fleet that I sent over to this region way back in the day. That's where that fleet came from, and a lot of people were confused
1: about that. That yeah, well, the, um, it was to, some of the dialogue seems to imply that Palpatine is creating ships, and that's just it. everyone yeah. assumed he
0: created them. But they weren't really created. They were leftovers from his Imperial fleet. He sure. actually had sent a fleet out yeah. to, to these unknown regions. Like, when he was... Before the Emperor, Empire, apparently, was even truly a thing. Yeah. So, he sent uh, those ships out. They went out. Uh, anyway, that's where his fleet comes from. His, fle- his fleet's there. Kyle, he's like, hey, I'll give you this fleet. I'll give you my power. Don't forget, All Palpatine
1: he- buries Snoke in a promo.
0: Well, that too. He's like... <laughs> he says He says he's all the voices that Kylo's heard. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, honestly, that makes sense. I get it. Like, it was, it was the obvious out.
1: So how do you feel about this from the point of view of Kylo's character, who was vastly interesting in the first movie, kind of takes... In Last Jedi, murders his own master and becomes essentially the leader of the First Order at that time. You, well, we, you and I had a conversation not that long ago, now that I think about it, about
0: how Kylo Ren is the Anakin Skywalker we never got. And at the beginning of this, and on that topic, I yeah. feel more so than before. That is more true than ever right now. Or is no more true than right now. The reason for that is because he is always being bounced around as the tool. Because he's always trying to please somebody else. And he can't go back home. Right. Much like in episode 3, Anakin could not... He, he couldn't go back. The, one, the minute he made that decision, he the first words out of his mouth were, What have I done? Yeah. But he knows there's no going back now that he's done this. Kylo turning from his parents, from Luke, after everything that's happened, he knows he can't go back. So he can only go forward. So he keeps going forward into these scenarios that he doesn't have a choice. What am I going to do? I'm either going to try and kill him, or let's just
1: say he actually kills me and I lose everything. You can juxtapose the the endings of the two movies, though. The first two, like 7 and 8. Kylo kills Han Solo, his father. And at that point, the audience is still like... There's still, even though he just killed his dad, there is a weird there. There is a path to redemption for this character, but then in Last Jedi they essentially do the same thing, but this time. But that's th- that's I always re- re- found very redemption. strange in Last redemption, Jedi. Redemption
0: yeah. has always been the theme of the dark character of Star Wars itself. Is that you're you're never too far gone. Everything might be in turmoil and pure hell. It doesn't sure. mean you can't. Turn you may back. have
1: literally murdered children. But you still get to hang out with your buddies as a force ghost. Well, at the but, end.
0: But, but look, but look, how, <laughs> but in, in, in that sense of well, we we look at we look at Anakin killed a bunch of kids, killed a bunch of old people. But then, but then we, we we turn him into the hero at the end because he killed the emperor. Sure. Do we forgive him the for anti-hero. killing for killing all these? Yeah. yeah we, do we forgive him for killing a bunch of kids? But now all of a sudden he kills the emperor and so, everything's okay. So that
1: brings me to my next question for you, Andrew. He kills the emperor. Yeah. That emperor is dead. No. This emperor in Rise the of emperor Skywalker. This this emperor in Rise of Skywalker no, he is, is I
0: think you meant like Jedi. Oh no, I'm trying to I'm trying to oh. suss out.
1: This is literally the emperor. This is the from same, this this is throne the throne room scene yes, of Return yes, of Jedi. Yes.
0: Okay, the thing is they, they, that, that's the one. If I have a if I have a problem with this film, it's the fact that if they'd given it ten extra minutes, and because yeah. in, in, in the crawl it says that they've heard like it, the I understand people said that it was it was hilarious because the the first three words in the crawl were the uh, the dead speak. With an exclamation point. I, I kind of laughed internally about that too. They you could, had to lie. They, they, they <laughs> could have given it 10 extra minutes yeah. into that film. You've, you've already gone this far in, uh, in the length of the film. Give it 10 extra minutes and show the uh, Resistance, show everybody being kind of contacted, connected something. He's sending out a signal. The Resistance knew about it, but they couldn't confirm it. Yeah. And Kylo going there through a mole the Resistance was able to confirm it. If you had just done that scene, you don't have to explain how he came back. Because the first words out of the uh, the Emperor's mouth, truly to Kylo, were uh, that uh, the dark side is a pathway to many abilities, some considered to be unnatural. We get it. There are things we don't know. But what made us feel stupid was the fact that, uh, was it Dominic Monaghan? Sure. Oh, whatever, one of the hobbits. J.J.
1: Abrams' friend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was like, cloning Sith secrets. I'm like you didn't have to say that we could, we could we could assume that that he is all powerful I mean Reed knows he's he's gone into the to the mythos there is tons of stuff this guy knows and he could do this you don't right. have to lead us by the hand yeah. and
1: explain it right but the prequels didn't do that either they they left Palpatine kind of ambiguous they never really tied all Sidious they said was together. he's the most
2: powerful Sith Lord and that's all you had that's all you had to know
1: yeah
0: but in this case, they tried to go a little too far and explain it. This is this is this is Sheev. This is Palpatine. This, yep. is, this is what we the know. Senate. But he looks. But he, <laughs> he looks. Is the he is haggard. Yes. Like <laughs> his 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 eyes are white. He got tossed like into his, the. His, it's all the flash in that room. His fingers <laughs> black. Yeah. His, his, <laughs> His, his fingers are missing. Yeah, like his fucking fingers are fucking fingers missing. He's haggard. He's <laughs> it, it, this, this,
1: this, this, this is the same emperor.
0: Yeah, um, and the, 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 does the lightning little,
1: just come out of his stumps? No, 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 no well, see that—that's
0: just that, the, the, it. The, the lightning at a later time. He's actually <laughs> yeah, he's back. But which is an interesting—the the, the dyad topic is interesting. But
1: okay, so what Reed R- Reed briefly told me about this movie and what what he saw out of the corner of his eye uh, was that the movie just moves a mile a minute. And that it, like, can I
2: just can, I, can we just give our thoughts? Go ahead.
1: Like, I think this plot
2: summary is gone out the fucking window because we'll be here t- till yeah. Tuesday talking about exactly what happened in this and movie. Then we can do another. So songs. much happened. Yeah. Um, so if we're just going into our brief thoughts, I'd say me and Andrew more so because he literally have not seen it. No. Um, so yeah, like I like me and Andrew were talking about this movie moves very quickly. It's like what I feel like is JJ being like, I want my own episode eight because I did not like Ryan's, and I'm going to make it. Damn At it. the front of this movie. Yeah, so he fitted all his shit from ep- his idea of episode 8 and 9 into this movie, which isn't, like, the worst thing. Like, it's not badly paced to the degree that people are never not, not talking. The
1: biggest conversation of Last Jedi is still why the fuck did the give the 8th movie to. Ryan Johnson.
0: No, I like parts of <laughs> it's, gone, it's, it's, it's not the fact that they gave it to Ryan Johnson. It's the fact that when Disney sat down, and I, again, I've been I've been saying at I, first I, I could agree that it was Kathleen Kennedy it's, uh, as the head of Lucasfilm. Yeah, but it's not her. It's Bob Iger. After a re- recent interview he did, the head of Disney, he has his fingers so deeply entrenched in this, he legitimately is the emperor, the puppet master pulling the strings. You gotta throw him into the reactor because eight, eight was being he wrote eight when JJ was actually still filming 7 he was given the script and he said this is where I'm going to go that's poor planning the, exactly the, pro- <laughs> the problem is that they didn't sit down and say which is JJ is he always has this problem in stuff he does it's like Lost he sits down he says cool I did the first two seasons here you go boys and then the guys who took Lost season 3 they legit wrote every single story point into a circle and that's exactly what happened here and at first I was like you know what I was I, I liked last Jedi but I understood when people said Ryan Johnson kind of went it off the rails but then I started to think about JJ's history and I went no JJ wrote himself into this because he put everyone else in a situation where right. he, he encapsulated his films his film so well it didn't leave it open-ended and he tried to make it so much like like four hmm. it didn't put Johnson in a great place because now it's like okay if you had dropped it at Starkiller base it would have been fine and nine. Possibly could have flowed just the way it, just the way it was intended to.
1: Hmm. That's but, that's the most curious to me. Is it feels like it's, we got a, an episode eight from another another universe, like a parallel universe crossed into ours. We got this random movie, and now it's like, of course, correction time, but. No, would what, what have that ever been necessary? No.
2: To put it simply, it's crazy that the guys who made MCU, the most meticulously planned film right. franchise in history, how can they be under the same? Did roof? not go. What's our plan for seven, eight, and nine? Like yeah. before you even did, it. yes. Like, before you did 100%. casting, yeah. You should be like, we're doing this for seven, doing this for eight. Well, because it, it seems
1: nine. like they backdoor Palpatine into it instead of introducing him. Just earlier this on. We're going right. off the rails again. Okay, you were, you were doing a synopsis Yeah, here. okay.
2: So, not even a synopsis, just my thoughts on the movie. Like I said, I'm assuming whoever's listening to this has watched the movie or knows about it. So, yes. Or I doesn't think, care like me. I think it's very <laughs> fastly paced. Despite that it's planned very well. This Like, despite it being fast paced, I understood what was going on at all times. So, that's whatever. Um, I think they should have cut out Poe's ex-girlfriend. That's 20 minutes of bullshit we did not need in there. Devote that twenty minutes to Palpatine being Palpatine. That was, the best that was JJ
0: him. giving his friend a job because that's felicity. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> how
2: about how about you devote those extra twenty minutes into the characters that we already know, like Ray and Kylo, or give it to Palpatine to be like, I fell down this shaft and I am the Senate and yeah. <laughs> I used a shield to protect
0: <laughs> myself. We, 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 it's needed, fine. <laughs> we needed more time given to Babu Freak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, or Rose, who
2: uh, so who's clocking pa- in at a the, minute sixteen. I don't find the pacing as bad as I don't find the pacing as bad as some people do, but I do recognize it being a problem. It don't give you a lot of time to breathe. No. For, for example, the title the title of crawl comes. Palpatine's back. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's like me watching Return of the Jedi. I wish there was ever. a bit more of a buildup to like maybe Kyle is chilling in his ship and then he hears a signal and it's just like. I am in the Senate and then oh, he he's notes. like oh yeah. shit and, oh,
0: apparently we're gonna get more of that in the book but, but that's in the book yeah but
2: I don't want a novelization to expand this I wish it was in the movie um, so I wish there was a bit more build up for that but besides that the action was great of course I love the lightsaber fights in this one um, probably the best lightsaber fights in any movie in my opinion Prequels are a little bit over the top.
1: Yeah, we can quickly stop and say the first thing I liked about Force Awakens was lightsaber fighting, where it felt out of desperation, like it did in the original movies. It's, a, it's not a nice, choreographed it's a nice well, the The thing was, the originals
0: yeah. were like, yeah. well, they, they were originally choreographed, but the guy who the guy who did it said they wanted to go samurai, they wanted to go two handed. Yeah, they wanted it. They wanted it to be very finessed, whereas. George, in, in his infinite wisdom, goes, I want it to flash, I want it to pop, I want it to be techno- technologically jobber, uh, jaw-dropping. Jobber. jobber. <laughs> let's, like Darth let, let's go as far as we can. Which leads to the scene in 3 where they're standing on the table and they're like just whirling it around each other and then yeah. they actually connect their sabers. The, the whole sequence as a whole was cool, but this felt more fluid, this felt more emotional... It invested,
2: right. yeah. We're gonna need a second episode because we have 18 minutes. Left. Yeah, that's okay, I'm gonna uh, just talk about my three things I really want to talk about. One, a- Ray and Kyla, the most interesting thing about this movie, but this goes into my point about Ray. Ray, they should have stuck with Ryan Johnson's idea of Ray being nobody, nobody. it no. would have been a stronger message to everybody, including children, that you don't need to have a strong family lineage to be someone special, right? I, she says at the beginning of the movie, I'm Ray, just Ray. It should have ended with her saying, I'm Ray, just Ray because she identifies she's her own person. She doesn't need family to be someone special. Well,
0: that's and that's the and that's the sorry, I'll let get your your, your point. And that's the confusing thing too because when JJ did when it first introduced her, the pilot helmet in Force Awakens she's wearing in the script on the on that rebel helmet, it says Ray. So she wasn't even given that name originally. Hmm. It says Ray on her helmet. Anyway, go on.
2: Yeah. So I like Ryan Johnson's idea there. Should have been nobody. Should have stuck with that. Stronger message does not need to be related to Palpatine.
1: Also, the whole Kylo line where he's just like, "Yeah, your parents are nobody," other than being uh, one of them. That's being great. The, I love that. Dude. The offspring of the yeah. most powerful Sith to ever exist. So
2: JJ should <laughs> JJ should have grew some balls there and stuck with that. That's an actually interesting idea. I don't get people like, "Oh, she should be Luke's daughter." Who gives a shit about that? Yeah. Second point. Not nearly as serious. Why the hell does Rey not have a lightsaber spear staff thing? Right. They've been teasing it for three movies. She uses a she always spear got the stick. And yeah. It's what she uses. There's literally a point in this movie where for she's the, trying yeah, to hit a ball, a floating ball, right? Mm-hmm. And she can't hit with her lightsaber, so she drops it and gets a stick. So she can use both hands and stab it. That's literally a tease for a lightsaber staff. You have half a lightsaber from Last Jedi... Duct tape that motherfucker To the end of your that's, sphere
1: That's what, what They're missing Without having George Lucas Who is toy minded He'd be like yes. It's a lightsaber At the and end of a that's, stick That's my last point yeah. about
2: it Is Disney would have made Millions From this <laughs> dumb toy idea And I'm so upset that <laughs> You're 100% did. correct On that last point
0: Uh, they they didn't do it and I still bought three toys that's right
2: (laughs) but I'm saying you would have bought six if they made this lightsaber staff that's right and it's so cool they have it in the old republic MMO, and it looks dope why did they they've
1: got those in like jedi outcast you can get the the lightsaber at the end of the spear yeah
2: it looks so cool um that's what I would do and then my last point which is also not as serious um (laughs) as the lightsaber spear (laughs) yeah besides the general feel of the movie going really fast it's a very safe movie It's, it's whatever um Knights of Ren. Mm. You talk about them vaguely in Force Awakens. You can have the, like, like, you're movie. the leader of this, like, group of former of Jedi, <laughs> Former Force-sensitives <laughs> that defected from Luke's order. And, like, we didn't see One Last Jedi. So I was really hoping for, like, a shonen anime group of villains. Yeah. If you're familiar with shonen anime... Each of them has their own gimmick. I thought they
1: would job to Rey at some point in the, this trilogy. No, but I wanted happened. I
2: wanted them to be sprinkled. Our friend Nick had a great idea for him. They should have been the ring wraiths of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. We they should have saw two of them in Force Awakens. Yeah. Then, like, four in Last Jedi. Poe
1: Dameron's making bacon on Weathertop, and these fucking assholes show up. <laughs> yeah, and,
2: like, they don't have to speak a lot. They don't even have to have personal identities, but they should be a menace. They should be something that you can't easily defeat. Instead... They follow Kylo around in this movie for a scene, and in the last scene, they get jobbed out by Kylo, and that's it.
1: Oh, okay, that happens in this movie. Yes, okay. you could have done something cooler b- with b- b- basically,
0: they're, 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 they Basically, they stop him on the way in when Kylo's going to uh, to help Rey, yes. I guess, when he's when, he, when he's redeemed himself after seeing... Wearing pajamas. I thought that part where he sees his father is cool. Yeah, that was because, the, one of the best everyone was scenes. was like, how can he be a force ghost? I'm like, he's not a force ghost. That's why Leia died. She contacted him and used the last of her strength to a la, a la Luke to, to pull out that memory And that personification of his father So Cause that, that, that's the one that he most hmm. Kind of personified with Not with his mother but with his father Yeah, I had no and, problem with that and then, and then all of a sudden like Han shows up And he's like again yeah, he does that line again I don't think I have the strength to do what I need to do And then he's like in, Instead of saying like I'll, I'll help you He goes you definitely have the strength and then he whips the saber into like in, in, into the water. It's gone. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, why, why, why is why is that so lame? He's redeemed himself. Now he goes in. Oh, the Knights of Ren are like, yo, basically you traitor. But the then it was traitor. It was, it was, it, was, it, was a cool, it was a cool effect of when they they in the movie they explored the Force connection deeper. Whereas it, now it's kind of transferring a little like a small physical objects. Kind of like they're actually fighting in two different places. Hmm. and they hit uh, he, they hit this basket where Kylo is and the rocks spread all over the ground on the Star Destroyer where Rey is and those were really cool effects or, the, or, or they knock a, a pedestal down and Vader's helmet falls to the ground and then Kylo looks on the ground on the planet he's on and he sees, he sees the helmet and he's like you're on my ship so basically the fight like the connection ends and he looks he looks to one of the stormtroopers and goes seal down the ship she's in my quarters and that was, that was a really cool effect, and it, and it kind of plays out here and there throughout the film. And that's kind of where he's fighting the Knights of Wren. Uh, the Emperor is like, strike me down, you will take your place as Empress.
1: The guy, I will, I for will, a guy who wants to be stricken down, he's sure been alive with, for a long time after well, being well, stricken down.
2: Actually, my last thing I totally forgot about until now the whole point of Palpatine, at least expanded uh, lore goes, is that Palpatine ended the Rule of Two because he accomplished. What the Sith's goal was? Right. He rules the galaxy. You go he, Google that shit on Wikipedia. Em- yeah, if you he need he's to the Emperor. The rule of Two. He is. purposely, as we all, as me and Andrew know at least, he purposely made Vader's suit shitty so Vader could never He'd be constantly in pain and couldn't yeah, so Vader him. could never overcome him. He's like, yeah. I don't need to do the Rule of Two anymore. I don't need to die because there's nobody like you can't get higher than I am already. Yeah. So I find it weird that in this movie he's just like, no, nah, fuck, take my
0: place. That's a uh, bad well, But, but, that, <laughs> no, but that, that was just it. There was also the idea that he's like, I will, I will go into you. So I like, didn't get that. I- the movie at all. He says that. What? Strike me down and you will have all of the Sith for I am the Sith and I, and my being will flow into you. You guys have seen the movie three times. i will take a side okay. on it.
2: I, I interpret that more <laughs> as like a like no, a he roommate. Was, he was like, You oh, will, okay. you
0: you will be Ray, but
1: I will be you."
2: Yeah, but I interpreted that more as like a roommate. Like, we'll both
0: be in the same. if <laughs> he as can as do as that. Why body. hasn't he yeah. jumped
1: into somebody's body since that you said? He yeah, like not a not a
0: total. It doesn't. It's, I didn't. It's 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 not, it's, it's not a, a body takeover. But he's like, <laughs> I will still. Yeah,
2: like. I, didn't, I didn't interpret that as essence transfer, which is also a power used in the past by famous Jedi such as Darth Bane and Darth Megaros mm. and everything. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Nerd. It, yeah, it, yes. <laughs> Dude, Kotar, go play it. Go <laughs> check
0: that shit out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, will, I will say this, though. The one thing Disney did do that I'm very happy about and I told Reed about a, while, a little while ago, they've made Kotor uh, canon. Yes. They, they've all retroactively the, done the so. Sith, the Sith fleet that the Emperor has—they yeah. they found out in the visual, uh, the visual visualization, whatever those books are that they put out, sure. kind of describing everything, little things you see in the films. Um, they f- uh, actually named a bunch of the platoons that, that the Emperor has, and they're all named after Sith lords. Hmm. And one of them is Revan. So they've completely canonized the character, and they're, they're not saying, "Look, we're not telling you that didn't happen." We're just confirming the character but there is nothing in those games cuz it's it happens so far beforehand they're like we're yeah, not te- yeah we're not telling you it didn't happen yeah. so now you're like you're free to enjoy this if you want disney is canonized the but, two- but
1: shadows of the empire is still <laughs> on the outs Yeah,
0: disney
2: has canonized <laughs> disney has canonized my two favorite expanded universe characters which are Darth Bane and Darth Revan um, Darth Revan being from Kotar Darth Bane being from the Darth Bane book trilogy which is excellent go listen to it or uh, read it
1: I think your first suggestion was to listen to a There's book. There's a
2: very excellent audiobook series. The narrator does voices and everything. It's very well done. Um, so as far as that goes, I'm, that's all thumbs up for me. Because Darth Bane is the, greatest, <laughs> is the greatest Sith of all time. So films.
1: obviously we could dig further into Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Reed was like, you You said you might have liked Last Jedi better I just like, because... I do like Last Jedi better it because... It diverged so much.
2: It's better paced and uh, the ideas they presented... Because Rise of Skywalker can't give you more ideas because it has to yeah. end. Yeah. Um, but I like Last Jedi. The force bond, like I said many times, the force bond between Kylo and Ray is the most interesting thing Star Wars has done in a long time. Um,
0: well, it was, it was that. That's what the Emperor was talking about. It's the dyad between the two.
2: Yeah. So I think if you take Last Jedi, you take out the B plots, Poe, not the casino with the horses, the casino and stuff, and you. <laughs> it's just Luke, Ray, and Kylo. It's an excellent movie in my opinion. Alright, that's I, your opinion. I, I agree
0: with him. Man. And, and Disney forced Finn into it because he signed a three signed a three movie deal. Yeah. So, so Ryan, like Ryan Johnson originally didn't have him in the film, but they're like, yo, you have to do it. And what kind like, of deal well, did, uh,
1: did uh did uh what's her name sign? Rose. Rose. <laughs> that she got to be in a minute and a half of the Probably one, but you also couldn't you, know, you probably
0: also couldn't have her vanish, so hence why you put her in for the movie. I told I told Reed
1: the only worst thing you could do is kill her at the beginning of the movie. That's the only worst thing you could do, but also would have made more sense in terms of how she got she got full on Jar Jar. In this she thing. got yeah. dumped by Finn.
0: And, yeah. <laughs> well, that was the thing too. Is even even in the novelization that came up beforehand, they, uh, Finn, Finn explains because Finn's talking about someone else, and he made a reference to some female, not in like any romantic way, right? But then Poe actually just kind of drops this, like, "Oh, is like how's that thing for Rose going?" When we like left off on crate, yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, we kind of talked about that." They where also it was it was a heat of the moment type thing. They it also gave
1: Poe a old flame so that he we know for sure that Poe is but not gay. I, like, I, but
0: I, he was actually and, and, and uh, Oscar Isaac was disappointed in that because he's yeah. like, "I, w- I would have loved to just take that extra step," but Disney apparently not people, a Disney buddy. Uh, Disney's heads didn't. That reminds me way. of
2: another point about Rise of Skywalker. It's a whole point where. They're like drowning in quicksand or some shit, and right before he goes down, Finn says to Ray, "Ray, I never told you this, but blah, 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 blah. so obviously going to say like I love you." Nope. right? Andrew what says was it no. going to be?
0: It's he's force sensitive. That's a whole film. The whole like, you weren't watching it. Finn's <laughs> force sensitive. Finn's force sensitive. What? Because as the, as the, he did use film. a lightsaber, but he, but, <laughs> it he was, didn't chop he off his he own arm. He didn't know that before because he just thought it was. He never he never fully went into battle. It was it was a coincidence. His first battle was. Uh, in Force Awakens, on Jakku, when he goes out of the village, yeah, and he can't do it. That's why he keeps having, so not maybe not in the beginning of the of the like of the first film, but slowly but surely, he keeps getting these feelings and saying, "I know where to go. I know." And that's, yeah, they went has nowhere and, with and, that, yeah. And, 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 and in Rise of Skywalker, he starts going. Uh, he has he has a feeling we need to get out of here. It slowly builds, and it, you look at him, and like even in the final battle when he's on the the dropship and. The uh the tower turns off, and they're like, ah, it's turned off. Like, where, where are they doing this? And he just kind of like looks around, and then he slowly looks up. Like, he just has this this feeling, but he can't explain it. Y'all remember when? And BB-8... That's, what, that's what he kept kept trying to tell Ray <laughs> in this film is that he's like, I'm. Okay. What I
2: got from that movie is he tried to tell Ray that he loves her. No, that was never. That but was then never I'm the like, cards. oh, but then Ray and Kylo like suck on each other's tongues, and <laughs> like it doesn't
1: matter. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, remember when BB-8 drove that AT-ST? Yeah, still, I still love that uh, alright let's move I to did tell. not have a problem, problem for so children <laughs> <The, laughs> god damn we have yeah. six minutes so, to talk about so here's the deal we were gonna d- dive most deep into Mandalorian but I think Mandalorian deserves its own like yeah. half an episode at this point uh, so we're just gonna briefly talk about our thoughts on it and this is something I actually have seen and that someone uh, we work with is watching the last episode of next Do- next door here <laughs> so episode 8 of that uh, came out still this morning watch it, Andrew man. watched it he's not gonna spoil it perfection Perfection, he says. Andrew likes a Star Wars thing. Fucking stop the process. <laughs> no, it's like, it's, like it's, not, it's, not, it's not
0: even from a Star Wars point of view. It's like Mandalorian yeah, it, is the best Disney this, Star Wars. They, I, going through it, the pacing, the story, how it comes together at the end of a season, it was just perfection. Like you're at the end of it, and it's like, oh, well, how are they how are they going to go up from here? Like, where, where could they go? Mm-hmm. And then you, you you have to watch the, like not not past the credits, but you, like pay attention through the episode till till the credits roll. Yeah, and you're like holy crap so this we've been,
1: is awesome we've been promised like a Star Wars TV show since before it got sold to Disney like George Lucas was trying to always get a live yeah. action Star Wars TV show uh, going. Clone Wars uh, oh sorry well, <laughs> live action
0: yes yes and no like it wasn't on uh, like it was it was Cartoon Network it wasn't made so but, this
1: is brought to us by Jon Favreau the most hot and cold anybody in Hollywood I liked Iron Man 2 I Iron, don't give a that's shit that's fine Iron, he, he <laughs> made the mold with Iron Man 1 he also made the completely unnecessary live action Lion King if you want to call it live action because all the animals are cartoons in I enjoyed it Uh, So John Favreau Writes most of the Episodes here There's just a few He ducked out on uh, That are more like The baby Yoda Yoda show baby The baby Yoda show baby So uh, Mandalorian here We don't know a whole lot About him He's a bounty hunter That's all you need to know He gets contracted By Carl Weathers To go find a 50 year old Target uh, by some uh, remaining imperials, he is told by a scientist to keep whatever it is alive. He goes and finds it's a baby. He des- decides to now own this baby. Uh, <laughs> it's,
0: no, it's it's more it's more relation to what he was. He yeah, because he was he, he was, yes, le- he was yeah. left behind. He survived. And he sees himself in this creature and they're like I can't do that he, yeah Lee there's also like, you gotta, you gotta the, understand yeah. these character the thing
1: here is also that nobody has an affinity for the Imperials really uh, including this Mandalorian for obvious reasons oh, with the flashbacks really, they, yeah uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so given that he doesn't know what they intend to do with this adorable little 50-year-old thing, uh, he decides to more or less protect it. But the show isn't just about that. The show has, like... It's a western. It, yes. It's literally and a western. 30 to 40 minutes long an episode. And some of these episodes are just 30 to 40 minute stories and then serialized, done. That's it. Uh, and that's excellent. But, yes. Uh,
0: the, 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 the thing is, it being the first season, I mean, that works for now because you're, you're trying to create a base and a subject, and you're trying to pool in other characters if you reuse them, if you choose to reuse them, and at the end of the season has to be a point where it's like, okay, hey, we've brought this first season together. Now, when that we drop the subject matter, we've introduced characters. You, 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 you. You understand where we are in the universe now we can go forward on a bigger
1: topic yeah and until uh maybe episode eight no one pops a lightsaber in this goddamn thing uh which is the best thing i can say maybe about it. yeah we don't know uh, you don't and who do. knows <laughs> um, i don't i know, I know <laughs> the answer to that if anybody if
2: anybody's ever seen the anime cowboy bebop this is cowboy bebop it be every episode begins with them on a ship going to a new place to do a new adventure and, and, and you then get space ends, bill burr which implies a yeah. space boston and, uh, then, <laughs> <laughs> and then it ends with them back on the Ship going to their next destination, yes. and th- another thing that relates to it is there's an overarching plot that connects each episode, but it's like a 30 second line being like, "Right, we're running away," and That's then you it. can
1: bookend the season by by going into that story or developing yes. and then it, Bill which Burr is sh- what they did and here.
2: Bill Burr shows up and yeah. says, "Hey, hot, you <laughs> fucking retard." Uh,
1: Built that was very distracting, but also Bill Burr's in Star Wars, so and anyone he, can was, be like, in Star he Wars was like, now. he was he was good, he was, he was fine. fine. Yeah. yeah, tried to bamboozle the Mandalorian, but. Too bad. Um, the Mandalorian uh, repeatedly is uh, shown to be awful in any kind of combat. Sometimes he's awesome. He had his hard-boiled moment where he's carrying the baby and shooting all those stormtroopers. If you haven't seen hard-boiled, uh, Chow, Chow fat carries a baby through a hospital. Wait, he's awful guys. in combat. Dude he gets thrashed every episode
0: he's not, he's not awful he, to me I was realistic. realistic I, I would say he's realistic <laughs> yeah, but he's just it's, face, man. But it's, 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 it's the sluggish realism of yeah. you just can't walk up to someone punch them in their face and carry on no it's, 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 a, it's a very like he can murder reason.
1: unsuspecting the people ep- in a bar easily but the when episode rhino with, attacks the episode him so episode Bill Burr yes, with
2: the six droid guards he right. kills them all That's, after lots of effort
1: <laughs> my, my wife put it uh, succinctly he is really good at killing droids he's excellent at killing droids not so great at killing uh, I mean, humans, so start, humans or, the, or animals. The, the,
0: flash, the flashbacks, but also kind of indicate why he has more of a drive, a pension. He
1: he also shoots droids. multiple droids in the head, like, executes them. No, but I like uh, it
2: the same way I like the combat in Daredevil. In the sense, sure. Like, you're not, any superhero can just kill 30 dudes and not break a sweat, but Daredevil is like, he hurts two dudes, and then he's like... <gasps> yeah. And then, like, he's dying. Also, the flamethrower. I
1: think he should replace it with something. I think he should get, like, one of those Predator, knight- those, like, arm blades that come out. Because the flamethrower <laughs> is already the already had get- the night vision, Lee. Dude, the flamethrower is so ineffective. <laughs> it looks he should, cool. He should
2: just start clicking.
1: Listen, how, how fucking cool is it to put out your hand and shoot a flame? It's awesome. I get it. Yes. But every time he fucking does it, it not, nothing. I want to see someone straight up get their face melted off by this guy. It, it's 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 uh, a PG, I well, he, well, PG. Well, he
0: tried in episode five or six, and that didn't work out because <laughs> he, no. he was immune to the flames. Uh,
1: but but uh, there's something to be said for making your, your character vulnerable, which Star Wars doesn't always have, um, and and this is it. Um, yep. And good thing he has that full suit armor because he f- gets shot a Pedro lot. Pedro
2: Pascal is also really good as the role. Though the funny thing is sure. he's
1: not actually in the suit at all times. Really? That's the funniest part. Yeah, well, it's you, like Power you, Rangers. There's, there's
0: like <laughs> probably half the stuff we've seen is somebody else in the suit and him doing voice work.
1: Listen, we want to talk more about Mandalorian. In fact, I think we could even do a bonus episode where we break down every episode of that show. Um, but we are out of time for today. So thank you for joining us for our bonus episode, our very loose, all over the place conversation about Star Wars. For myself, Lee, for Reed, for Andrew, it's been the Sultans on Star Wars. Bye.
2: Have you ever heard the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise?
1: <laughs> what about the Droid Attack of the and welcome to the Good morning, Slam. Star Wars Nothing but Star Wars Give me them Star Wars Don't let it end Are you recording? I am recording Oh, that's an an awkward opening (laughs) That's 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 how it's going That's how it's (laughs) opening (laughs)